Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevens, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing the Banana Splits movie that was released in 2019. Tra-la-la, la-la-la-la, la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-
So, anyway, we're going to introduce the film now. Banana Spitz movie, 2019 comedy horror, like we said. Produced by Adam uh, Friedlander. Mm-hmm. Directed by Deniska uh, Esterhazy. I think that's the right pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Written by uh, Jed Elenoff and Scott Thomas. And was obviously based on the original Hanna-Barbera TV series. Yeah, Hanna-Barbera was the um, guys who did, um, I guess, I Tom and Jerry and a few I, I, other I think, cartoons. I think, I think they did the Flintstones, did they? Yeah, they did do yeah, the yeah. Flintstones. They did a few things back then. They were really, really good at this sort of stuff. Actually, we've got mm. a place called Movie World over here, a theme park, and they've got Hanna-Barbera land in there. And it's got a lot of theme cart, yeah. theme rides for little kiddies. Yeah, I remember yeah. in mm. New South Wales we had a Wonder World, and they often had Hannibal, um, Hannibal yeah. um, you Bar-Bar-Bar- know, toys Bar-Bar-Bar. and stuff and accessories. Yeah. And there were yeah. and a lot of people dressed in your favourite characters. I'm off one how you say is it Barbara or Barbara? I don't know. Barbara, whatever. Doesn't matter. It does me. I, I know it doesn't. It does. Yeah. Mm. But anyway. Irrespective, um, well-known crowd. Mm-hmm. We've been around a long time. Well, they might be around now, but they ha- they made a, a great impact back in the olden days. Mm-hmm. Now, basically, um, I don't know anything about the budget, mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't know anything about the box office because I think it went straight to um, mm. video on demand. Yeah. So I cannot tell you. However. Mm-hmm. I think it did pretty damn good, um, mm. from all accounts, because the reviews weren't all that bad. People liked it. Just a couple of bad reviews, but I'll talk about mm. them later. Mm. But general acceptance was not too bad, because people liked it mm-hmm. uh, for one reason or another, because it was bent, a corrupt version of their childhood uh, shows they used to watch. Yeah, whatever, even though yeah. most of us who are today nowadays don't even know it or even 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 react to it well, I, I knew the song straight away yeah <laughs> la 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 no way. okay i heard that the, <laughs> the, the similar song was used for um killer clowns from outer space supposedly maybe i'm not sure i don't it could know. be I'd, wrong. I'd have to, no they might have borrowed it they might mm. have loosely borrowed it yeah yeah, actually, that's, we should review that. No, you don't want to do it, do you? I may, I may. But <laughs> considering the fact, but considering space. the fact, Clear Clowns is just um, an adaptation of the Blob without the yeah, Blob. It, it, well, it's pretty much a Blob script, and they took the Blob out and put some Killer Clowns in. And that was it. Exactly. Killer, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's almost the same script, almost. Yeah, it's really, really weird. Anyway, here we go. Um, I won't go for everybody. The main people are. Danny Kind plays Beth Williams. That's our little boy, or the main boy, mm. uh, that's his mum. Mm. Uh, and Steve Lund plays Mitch Williams, that's the little boy's dad. He's and his main little boy, Harley Williams, is playboy Finley Wachak Hesong. Mm-hmm. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Um, now, he has a bigger brother, played by Romero Carrera, I think it is. Mm. Uh, he plays Austin Williams. And little Harley has a friend played by uh, Maria Nash, and her name is Zoe. Cute. I won't mention the other people there because they're just uh, they're, they're, they're there, but they're yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're, they are the main ones, so I could yeah. go through them, but I won't bother. Yeah, also the guys who are in the costumes for the banana splits—they're they're just well, there. They're, well, they're yeah, they're they're uh, yeah, they're there. Yeah, they're supposed to be robots. <laughs> Although the guy who does the voice, he he does all the all three of the act, 
the um, characters' yeah, voices. Had, yeah, if we had four different people in the suit, but yeah, one person did the yeah, voices. Only yeah, only Snorky doesn't have a voice in this. He's sort of mute. He's an elephant. Yeah, a bit like Max Rebo in uh, Star Wars. Or even <laughs> Sooty from, Soot, from Sooty, who doesn't talk. He just whispers to... Um, they might Matthews, know Sooty in America. Well, maybe you guys may not know Sooty, but Sooty was just a mute bear who yeah. often whispered to his, his to owner, Matthew, yeah, to his yeah. owner or friend. Yeah, it's an English kids show, but uh, it's been going for years. But you, you may get the America. Don't you know. may get it, maybe not. Yeah. It's up to you. <laughs> we, live anyway. in a, we live in Australia, so I've often seen Good old Sooty. He, I, I grew up with Sooty. Me too. I remember him. <laughs> he must be an old bear by now. I could so. Oh, I was wondering. See, Big Bird never grew up. He's still six years old. Yeah. And Bart Simpson and Maggie Simpson and Lisa Simpson haven't grown up yet. No. Uh, and other kids in South Park. Is South Park still on? I think South Park <laughs> is still on. I'm, I haven't watched it in, like, say, ages. Yeah, they never grow up. Funny, don't they? Anyway, do you want to take over telling uh, the story? Yeah, there, sure know? thing. So the story begins with Beth, who's got her son a terrific present. They're going to see his favourite um, to- um, car- favorite, um, cartoon group, um, the Banana Splits. Yay! And just so you guys know, her, she's mar- remarried to this guy named Mitchell. Uh, Mitch, I mean Mitch, sorry. Mitch, yeah. And he is a total jerk. He is. He, he's a nasty uh, husband. Yeah. And he's a nasty father to his adopted son. And we son. find it later on he's having an affair and stuff. And he, but don't worry, he gets his later on he in gets the his movie. Own. <laughs> yeah, of course they have one extra ticket, who was meant for um, Harley's, one of his friends. But he couldn't make it. But some of the, uh, so she ends up getting a, a, a girl that's probably in his class yeah. named Zoe. Uh, who's who's like less her. optimistic about it because she thinks that Harley is a kid who believes in magic and fairies, fairies and, stuff and stuff, and, and she doesn't. Yeah, she's she's growing up tough, you know. Yeah, she's just like my little niece who wants to grow up to be a teenager, so she tries to yes, pretends um, to be a teenager. Yes, she's what's she going? She's turning seven. She's seven, going on to thirteen. <laughs> she's turning seven this year. <laughs> Turning on, going on 13. 13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Not quite seven yet. <laughs> Although I humour her and say, no, you're not seven, thirteen yet. You're getting yet. close. You're getting close. close. Don't rush. Whatever you do, don't rush, is what I say. <laughs> yeah. Try and enjoy this time in your life. Anyway, back to the story. Get they they yeah. head down to the studios and we find out from the studios, this is their last ever well, they show. Don't, they, they don't tell the people that. No, they don't tell no. it. It's it's behind the it's scenes. Behind the scenes, yeah. the new owner or the new production manager said, "We're going to change things. Yeah. This is the last show. Yeah. This has been running for years and years and years." Yeah, and even though yeah. it was very pop, it's popular in this parallel universe. Yeah. Um, according to the studio um, head of the studio, he says, "I'm head of the studio, therefore I say get rid of this banana split yeah, show." Yeah, it's crap. He wants to put something, something he, better on. Yeah. Cowboy show or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, whatever. Star Wars. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. please. No, gosh. <laughs> anyway, um, so, anyway, along with um, um, the, Will- the Williams, 
There is um, two influencers, you know, named Poppy and her boyfriend. Um, who what? Trade or something. What the name is? And um, they're yeah. all excited about going to this. It has a mixture of adults and kids, and I think some of the adults are more thrilled about going to the banana splits than their kids. Yeah. Like they- another example, um, this girl named Paige. I think her name is. Oh no, not Paige. Parker. Parker. Who, who's less than thrilled being there because yeah, her father's taking her there because he wants her to meet the producers of the show or the people in charge of the studio to yeah. try and get her a job in... Uh, showbiz. In, in showbiz, yeah. yeah. And as one, as a good father would. Or not manager, whatever. Father, manager, no. whatever. Uh, yeah. All, or, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the, anyway, we get... To the to the studio, they go inside, and um, the show starts to begin. And before it begins, um, let me see. Her name is Paige, I think it was. She's the lady, the yeah, the facilitator or organising the people and stuff. Yeah, whatever. yeah. She's one of the people, <laughs> sort of a um, assistant there, and she tells the audience, "If you have the stars on your tickets, you yeah. get to go behind the scenes and check out the banana split stuff, yeah. how it's made, and how and, and meet them." Mm-hmm. Bit of one-on-one with them. Yeah, of course, um, the Williams notice there's no stars on their tickets and therefore they cannot go behind the but scenes. But later on, we find out. Yeah, Austin, I he's, mean, he's, uh, I mean, Austin goes behind the um, yeah, scenes and goes to up to Paige. He has a crush on her. <laughs> well, I would, is rather cute. And he tells her that he wants to do this for his brother. He cares for him. He He's the only man, I think, he, aside from his father, he seems to care about his little brother and wants yeah. to make um, his birthday very special. special. Yeah. He even gives and him nice. a special wand that's actually a, an umbrella handle that has um, a stick on the end to make it look like it springs. Yeah, yeah spring-loaded. Very nice indeed. Yeah, uh, It's very clever. A collectible umbrella made into a wand. Clever. That's not bad. Yeah, it becomes very useful Necessity later Necessity is the mother of invention, hey? Yes. <laughs> and, of course, she says, sure, you guys can become, you know, can go behind the scenes. She's just being nice. Yeah. Anyway, so the Banana Split show begins. We get to see a lot of interesting stuff. We hear the Tra-La-La song. Uh, and they're playing bands and having little games they play and everything. Yeah. Just like the original TV program. Yeah, even though I didn't see it myself. No, I guess they've emulated the original TV program. I've yeah. never seen it. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it either because it was the wrong age group. But yeah. they probably started off that way for mm-hmm. the beginning of the movie until everybody went home apart from the chosen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the sh- <laughs> yeah. So the show ends, and um, of course the the one of the assistants is escorts the remaining people out to of the studio, and we don't see them again till the end. It's funny that because <laughs> you find it later on. No, no, don't tell them. No. Nah. Anyway, they didn't quite make it home. Is it? Anyway, <laughs> and Paige gives the um, rest of the um, ones with the special stars and the Williams, obviously, a, a guided tour. tour. <laughs> Mitch decides to um, make a quick... He wants to... I'm going to pop outside and make a phone call to work. Yeah, yeah something. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. His wife finds him like, much later with his phone, and we see on the phone that it has pictures of him... Uh, and and oh. the lady's been talking to him. He's been having phone sex. Let's put a, let's be blunt. He's yeah. doing the old phone sex stuff with his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And he then goes on to say nasty things about Austin and about their son Harley. Yeah. And 
And he's like, um, you should be more focused on me. Uh, hello, yeah. when you're a father or a parent, you're yeah, supposed to focus, focus on half the, kids. the children. That's your, part of your responsibility. Hey, children. He was never nice. You should tell your parents that. It's all about me. Yeah. No, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not, you got to be good kids. Okay? Austin stands <laughs> up to his father. Oh, his stepfather, I should say. Yeah, his stepfather. Yeah. Yeah. The, the little one, I think, is his, but the older one's from a previous yeah. marriage. Yeah. yeah. He then talks to his mother, yeah. and she talks about yeah. how she was sad that Austin's father, he died. I would have thought he divorced her, maybe, but I don't think it's that. Well, he might have, he might have shuffled off the small coil. Yes, yeah, sadly. As he had to get some bills to help pay the bills. And, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, not really nice. <laughs> well, <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't a great catch. He might have, been, he might have looked good. He had the attitude of a cretin, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, later on, we then see that behind the scenes that the, the um, banana splits, the, some, the figures, they're starting to go crazy, Once, especially when they find out that their show is canned. Yeah, now there, there's some sort of underlying story here. There, there's an old guy who's been their owner programmer mm-hmm. for quite a few years, and they're doing a download or an upgrade, upgrade to whatever. one of them, um, uh, one, one of the ones, uh, one of the one of the characters. So I think it was Flugel or somebody was getting an upgrade, and the the animal or the the robots, whatever, overheard the discussion about cancelling the show. Mm-hmm. And this is their only life, mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. They said, well, if there's no show, there's no us. Mm-hmm. So they start to retaliate. Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah. Would you say that would be a good way to put it? Yeah, they yes. kidnap the head of the, the studio. And, and do naughty we don't, things to him. We don't see what happens to him, but we know he's abducted. And then we uh, watch the, um, them. one of them ki- kills the influencer, you know, the um, couple. Yeah, he kills a guy. And they cut him in half, really. Yeah. You know one of the magician boxes where you put him in a, a box and you pretend to cut them in half? Yeah. Well, this was, this was no pretend job, this one. There was blood and guts, literally yeah. guts all over the place because they opened the box and the guts fell out. Yeah. It was a really good effect. I Mitch on... Cheap, uh, but good. Yeah, Mitch, the, um, <laughs> the cheating husband, he gets chased down by Snorky, the yeah, um, mute like, elephant. Yeah, he's driving one little... Uh, like a little clown car they drove around yeah. and he'd run him over. <laughs> yeah, it was really clever. Every time I see that scene, it's it cute. makes me think of those old cartoons where when someone runs you over, you yeah. hear a funny... Yeah, yeah. officer, I was run over by an elephant driving a car. You sure you were, sir? Uh-huh. No. Yeah, an elephant driving a car. Uh-huh. Well, I just mean like when, when someone gets run over in cartoons, you you become a pancake. Yeah, you've got a pancake and it meant something... Uh, blows on your finger and you inflate and you're okay again. Yeah, yeah. But, only no. this is not that kind of thing. No. But it does. Look he just ganged, but he got banged around, but not overly hurt. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. back to the story. Uh, so his wife and he, um, Austin, they find out that they try to find their um, Harley and his and his friend Zoe, but they can't find them. Oh yeah, and one other person gets very badly injured. It turns out to That's be um, or no, it was. Parker's dad, who oh, yeah. while he was looking for um, a possible head person to look at his daughter's special talents. Skills, so he tried to get a job. He, he met one of the little guys. Yeah, yeah. and he used a kind of um, a, a bit uh, of a... a was it like hairspray? Hairspray. Yeah, and, and set fire to it. Set fire to him. And burned his face. 
Yeah. We then, did a really good job, too. Yeah. He then gets discovered by Austin and the, this one of the head studio heads and the mum. And they try to con- go to... And pa- Paige, she tries to go and contact the... Tries to find a phone to to tell them about what's going on, but they can't, but all the phones have been smashed. Well, yeah, the the the, real, the landline going through the switchboard they don't work, so obviously someone's unplugged something or cut some wires. Yeah, cut some wires. And all the mobile phones that they actually impounded so people couldn't use them in the show, yeah, you know, yeah, while the show was going on, had all been smashed by you guessed it, our little friends. The banana splits. Mm-hmm. They not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so they have no. There's no chance of them getting rescued anytime soon. And it's getting dark. It's already nighttime. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's not often the daytime, like after lunch or something or other, or whatever time it was. And now it's getting a bit darker. Mm-hmm. And obviously, evil things happen at night. Hey guys. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, while it's happening, Harley and and so they walk around. And they meet up with, um, um, let me see, I think it was either uh, one of the um, banana splits, and they ask where they could find Snorky, his favourite banana split. Yeah, he was a nice one. They then lead them backstage to where the guy who fixed, maintains the banana splits, and they find a cage where um, Parker has been is been put placed in there. Yeah. After her father was badly burnt, they abducted her and took her there. Shoved her in there. Oh, yeah. collecting kitties. Yeah, we then find the guy, the maintenance guy, who and he says that um, they also attacked him. They damaged his... Broke finger they broke his fingers. No, they ripped them off, didn't they? Ripped them off. Yeah, ripped yeah. them off. Yeah. And he um, reveals that what's been going down, and he tries to help the kids to an extent, but... Um, the creatures reappear, and one of them was very badly damaged. I think it, um, during an, an encounter with with um, um, Haley, ha- Harley's mum and Austin, who yeah. were trying, who they eventually end up crashing one of the um, those things into the floor ground. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They dropped off the uh, yeah the walkways, but yeah, up there where the lights and yeah. stuff props mm. come down from. Or mm-hmm. Catwalk, yeah, catwalk. Yeah. Uh, then he was up there, and they threw him over the side. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he got. Bang on the ground. Oh. Yeah. Tingle, tingle, tingle. Yeah. yeah, anyway, he's been put back in there and he's uh, eventually the kids, they, they try to get the keys, which the, which the man drops, and they were lucky enough to get out. And, and they, they lock the uh, maintenance yeah. men inside the um, cage. To protect him. Isn't that lovely? Or think. No, no, not really. The kids <laughs> then eventually do meet up with Snorky and using... and. Harley was able to mimic the Snorky shuffle, the dance. Oh, he gave a little dance and, and got Snorky on side and said, oh, you are one of us. Yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah. And he he then, didn't say it. He doesn't talk yet. He then t- takes the um, the kids' hands and heads off together. Then we um, the kids, the, um, the mum and her, his brother and Paige, they eventually arrive at the maintenance room and... There they get the um, gist of what's been happening. That the the cre- the guys are the pu- the robots. They're they're starting to develop their own mind, and they don't want the show to end. So they're they're taking their revenge on the studio, or or well, that's it. Yeah, well, the people who are trying to destroy them. Yeah, well, yeah. Boy, no show. Let's turn you guys off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poppy also discovers mm. um, a new. Banana Split's costume or... Yeah, a fifth one they were going to use but they never got around to completing it. Yeah, called mm. the Hootie. 
Yeah, hoodie, I think. Yeah. She then dresses up like it's in the hoodie and she kills the maintenance yeah, man. Yeah, she put the head, part of the head mask on and some cl- uh, gloves like claws. And, yeah, and uh, yes, yeah, she sort of... She went a bit troppo, didn't she? Yeah, mm. she doesn't join us in, in the end when they find the mother and um, Austin. They find... Um, the dead um, other assistant and a lot of dead other parents, uh, meaning the the very same people who left earlier didn't to leave. They didn't, and all the children had been abducted. Yeah, so all the parents got killed. Yeah. And all the children had been spirited away to another place. Yeah, they kept hearing this weird, swirly music. Music, just yeah. like the banana split show. Yeah, they start ah. doing things with some. Stuff and they're scaring the children. Yeah, they're so, so doing the same routines, but in a more um, sick way. Bent, uh, grievous bodily harm sort of way. Yeah. It, see, the, as a kid's show, it was all fun. They go open a letterbox, all these yeah. little letters will just fly out and hit you. Uh, in this one, you open the letterbox and the flamethrower comes out and burn the crap out of you. Yeah, yeah, little things like that. Yeah. I should really mention. I, f- I forgot to mention, guys, that there is one ca- other character in the Banas, but he's not a hu- he's a human being. Steve, and he's sort of the human form in this. They're, they're, they're offside a human yeah. guy. Yeah, just like when they often have yeah. it in. If you if you're living in Australia, we have a character called Humphrey, and we, he he would often have a a human you know in person he was host a with him. Yeah. 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 Who didn't talk either. Yes. So he, the, his offside had to do the talking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And what, what, what are we doing today, Humphrey? Bit of mime. Oh, really? That sounds like fun. Yeah, that's all yeah. stuff, yeah. Yes. Anyway, Snorky arrives with our three other children and he starts chaining them up in a sort of Ben Hur fashion. You know, like the, the old galley boats and stuff where you know, everyone's got the, a, a leg iron on and everyone has the same chain. How they got the through. chains, I don't know where. No, you know, they're very resourceful animatronic things. Yeah. Anyway, Snorky gives the little boy Harley the key to yeah. unlock himself. Yeah. Because he likes him. Yeah, eventually, nice. Harley was able to unlock the chain and he, and he tells the others to shh. I think we'll sneak out of this place. Oh, We're right. hunting rabbits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so soon enough, the kids slowly try to leave, and then um, the mum takes on the banana splits, and along with the, her son, Austin. Hey, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Yeah. Move over. Mm-hmm. Don't get in the way of an angry mum. Yeah. <laughs> she even used the special wand, the um, the the umbrella one, and stick it into one of um, the heads of the um, banana splits. And went plongs and let release the spring, went straight to his head and short circuited his brain. Oh, yeah. you're golden. Yeah, the kids like quickly yeah. escape out through the, um, some of the kids escape out to the same place they, they came in. And then one of the other um, banana splits, the one that was damaged during that lot, that four, appears and he tries to hurt the, um, the, the remaining... Um, survivors, but fortunately, Snorky appears and he, sl- yeah, he fights. Fight. They fight it out. A fight to the death. Yeah, yeah. yeah eventually- I'll rip out your resistors and you take my capacitors and yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. S- yeah. Snorky quickly bear hugs him and crush and and definitely crushes He's the other guy. The other one kind of takes out whatever um, sort of heart. Well, he, he obviously had some sort of. 
central processing unit or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah Snorky yeah. was squeezed him until his battery wore out. And, yeah. and they both were lying there limp on the ground. Yeah. I often feel that way. Yeah. Harley um, approaches Snorky and he says to goodbye to him and says how he will always be his favourite. And it, the Snorky dies there. Yeah, he's a poor Snorky. Then the police arrive and the ambulances arrive and the whatever, whoever else arrives, the parents maybe, or the living, some of the living parents. Or whatever. Coming to take the children home. And, of course... Parker who tells her mum, I don't want to do any more acting. And Austin finally tells his his feelings to um, Paige, the girl who he, he felt was falling for, the assistant. And yeah. and she kind of um, kisses him. Yeah. And Beth finally approaches her husband who survived the snorky... So I've been out here. I've had a hard time. Nancy. Oh, bullet. I've been run over by a car, she just turns around, punches me in the face, and I want a divorce. Yeah. Yeah! And as the ambulances, police cars are driving away, he's... He's there saying, what? What about me? I just broke my leg. I have a... Oh, you're there breaking. Everyone's gone. And all of a sudden, he wasn't alone. Yeah, he gets run over a second time. By Poppy, who's got one of the clown car type things. With you guessed it, the remains of... The bananas. The banana splits. And one of them starts to wake up. And he's going, <laughs> whatever, he's laughing. While Poppy's going, Yeah, it says, she, she, she snapped. Yeah, I think the rubber bands in her head is definitely snapped. The little guinea pig in the wheel has died and gone to heaven. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Anyway, that is the movie. And so it's a good, fun comedy horror movie. Now, I... Obviously, I have never seen the original Banana Splits TV show. Now, some of you may have, so it might mean a lot more to you than it did to me, but I still enjoyed it. So I like, the, I like parodies, and I like the way they, they bend things around to make mm. them different, and this is different. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when you look at the real Banana Splits, I could see why they would think depict them as a, cre- a creepy sort of... Char- type of character when you well, think I about it. Well, they don't like clowns. Mm-hmm. Ever since the time I took your sister to the, to the uh, circus when she was six years old, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, why don't we sit in the front row so we can see everything really clearly? Mm-hmm. Never sit in the front row because that's where the clown's going to pick his people from. And guess who got picked by the clown? Me. So shortly after, I was in centre ring and I was part of the show. And I never trusted clowns ever since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no. So I sit up the back now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a better view that way. You get. Well, yeah, no, well, you see more at the front. But if you want to be part of the show, sit in the front row. If you don't want to be part of the show, sit out in the car park. No, no. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I do. Fun. I do yeah. think that um, that it was an awesome movie, and I think that. Some of the bits, um, I mean, some of the dialogue in it, I didn't take really seriously because I was like, seriously, um, you don't, you can't, there's some of this dialogue was not very believable. Yeah, but, but it's... Uh, it's, but it's um, I didn't um, take, I didn't throw a, a punch at it. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool all around. I mean, I didn't like that. I did think, yeah. think it was cl- funny that the father gets run over twice. Oh, yeah. He got run over first, and he got up, and then the second time he got run over, and he was dead the second time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, 
served yourself right. Now, I was saying to Sarah, though, see, if they got went for a divorce, the wife, his ex-wife would have to challenge him for so, many, oh. so much of the family assets and stuff. Mm. You get 50% if she's lucky, maybe more. Uh, but now he's dead, he might have been insured, so she's probably better off now. Oh, this is an interesting yeah. thing I found out. Austin is dressed at the way uh, Michael N- N- Nesmith, Nesmith? Yeah, um, dressed while on the monkey. The monkeys and t- oh, yeah, t- yeah. the whole beanie well, thing. There was a, there was a there was a, a reference to the monkeys uh, when I was reading up this that this was done about the same time as the monkeys. Maybe the monkeys have been out a bit before, but they sort of did the cut. Ca- ca- or you could say uh, a kiddies version of the monkeys, a group of guys hanging out together, hmm. musicians. But there was animals, so these animals and uh, having little adventures. So I think that was. That was the catalyst for the monkeys. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm. I mean, the monkeys were the catalyst for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where they got a bit of a, a similarity there. And that's why the kid probably had uh, a bit dressed with his beanie, a bit like Mike Nesmith and a few things. And, that makes sense. Yeah. And, and actually, didn't didn't he, uh, Jason Nesmith write the the the, uh, the new version of the Trailer song or something for the yeah, new um, movie. Yeah, yeah. J- J- Jason is sort of N- the Nesbeth son was, of Ma- Michael. Yeah, the, yeah, one of his younger sons. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, interesting that. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, Jason Nesmith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet oh, you didn't know that, guys. Yeah. Also, yeah. guys, the <laughs> banana splits the the guys in the costumes. They're actual da- dancers. They oh, use yeah, the choreography stuff. Choreography so they move around. It, see, the problem is people think. Oh, dancing? What there wasn't that. They were, they were moving around. But the problem is, um, what's a good example? What's a good example? Mm. Is it Resident Evil, mm. or one of those sort of movies where you had lots of zombies running around? Mm. They act, if, all those extras there who were playing zombies mm-hmm. were actually dancers mm. because they wanted to go through the same movements. We had to do a second take and a third take, mm-hmm. so they'd actually. Re- rehearse the movements and be in the same place mm. at the same time for different takes. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. So, when you're doing this, you run around in the suit and you can't probably see where you're going all that well. It's really good for someone who can memorise mm. your steps. Mm. Yeah, I think, Mike, yeah. is, um, we mm. were just... Um, mm. When we were watching it last night, we found out this film was filmed in... Where was the film? The studio itself? Well, some, there was some mention, I think, in the credits of South Africa or somewhere. But that could be a production company. I really don't know. Hmm. But that's, I haven't found anything on uh, the internet about it. Hmm. So it appears to have been made in South Africa. Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. But it might have been made by Warner Studios or somebody, yeah. but it was still made. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It probably keep the cost down. I don't know. Um, I couldn't find too much about it. Um, yeah. Hmm. So I, I've got no idea where it was made. I could not... I had Bob at the credits at the end. Mm. It was an indication. Um, mm. Now, reception. Most of the reviewers, and I say most, mm. thought it was average to good. Not fantastic, average to good. Because obviously, it's a lot of tongue-in-cheek sort of stuff. Uh, everyone knows what the passports uh, were. They kept the dialogue simple, etc., etc., etc. It's a good, fun thing without being right over the top. So they weren't going to go... Hey, we're going to give it five out of five, or ten out of ten, or an A, A plus, or yeah. They're not going to do that. They're not going, to, yeah. So yeah, they said, yeah, it's it's watchable, it's fun. A couple of guys had some uh, negative uh, reviews, and I don't even know, understand what they're talking about. Um, I wish I knew. Well, I got where is it? Okay, 
Okay, Ben a kind, I think, Kenningsburg, I think, of the New York Times, gave the film a negative review, writing that it is far less crazy than it wants to be and far more soporific, whatever, What's that mean? I've got no idea, than a synopsis would suggest. You can't uh, say what, what. How about in English? It doesn't um, sound like you spoke a real word. Soporific. I don't. Soporific. I never heard of it. Same, is that even a um, word, guys? I've got no idea. Uh, yeah, i just got no idea. Yeah, that was probably the worst one out of the whole... I don't know what he's talking about. Is he... Um, does, as I said before, is that even a word? Soporific. I have to have a look. I don't know. Soporific. Does anyone know what soporific means? It's S-O-P-O-R-I-F-I-C. i got no idea. And... Uh, I don't know. I've got no idea. Go on, try <laughs> another one. If they, if oh, go on, try us, give us another one. Oh, just something that was really, really good in the first half of the movie and then the, and the ending let it down, that sort of stuff. But, but it's, it's just what, this last one was average. And, yeah, and um, here's one. Luke Thompson writing to Forbes or whatever says that until we get an actual Five Nights of Freddy's movie, this does deliver in that unique niche of furry, animal, animatronic, scorn, scary. See? And that's the general attitude for the positive ones. Mm. See, it's fun. It's mm. a little bit like Wally mm. and that sort of stuff. You know, mm. what, you know a little ro- uh, robot comes to life, gets a bit of a brain. Yeah, mm. that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. So a lot of people die in it. You yeah. expect, expect a bit of blood and guts and gore and dead burnt bodies in a good fun movie, don't you? Yeah, but I like it that, that what what were the what were the influences um their, their, where the inspiration came from? I think there was a bit of a some some they got a lot of inspiration from a lot of old eighties um, movies. I think it was a lot of influ- you know inspiration from those. Well, I don't know. I didn't go that far. I mean, it, it, they got it from Blast Splits. Um, having a look. I, uh, Okay, Esther Harsey was uh, was hired as director with screenwriters uh, Ellen Off and Thomas, having conceived the idea based on inspirations from 1986's Chopping Mall. Yeah, that one I heard Child's of. Child's Play. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's also yeah, they um, got inspiration. Yeah, 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 I mean Chopping yeah. Mall was that one was one of um, Roger Corman's stuff, or at least his wife did worked on it. I oh, think. Oh, was it Mrs. Corman? Corman? I didn't yes. know she got into it. Yeah, oh, I, I, that's what I meant by those types of eighties movies yeah, yeah, where yeah, yeah. they have a bit of a fun with a little bit of um, comedy, black you know, black comedy type yeah, stuff. Yeah, oh, black comedy can be good. Sometimes I, I I've seen black comedies and they're they're not all that funny. They're just in the middle. They're like they're not funny. They're not serious. They're just flatlining uh, with oh, it's a couple of one-liner jokes thrown there, and we mm. call it a comedy. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I'm it's, kind of glad yeah. that this the banana splits came out now. I mean, in 2019. I don't know what would have happened if the reception was back in the 80s. Maybe people would have taken it the wrong way. You know, you oh, said it before in the, in the past, Mike. Sometimes it's timing, yeah. It's timing. It could be the wrong audience or you might be upsetting a few people. Well, yeah. like, let's let, let say good, a good sense of timing. Universal Studios. Right. They did the Frankenstein movies and the Dracula movies and the Wolfman movies. They made so many of each. Says, right, we are now finished with them. Then they gave them to Abbott and Costello to play with them. Uh-huh. 
and then they made them into comedies. There you go. Good timing. Fresh their mind. They got good mileage out of it. Maybe you know. A good laugh or two. Well, but they took it. They took it from a horror drama or drama horror and made it into well, you could say black comedy. Mm. I'm kind of glad that yeah, that that, that Dima and Jerry Lewis didn't make one of their own. Well, they did a couple. They did that scary uh, that the one. That Bob stiff Hope one. Scared stiff one. <laughs> Uh, the Scared Stiff, was, which was a remake of that one that Bob Hope did. Um, yeah. Ghostbreakers, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and we know what happened then, And Ghostbreakers was a far better movie, and even Martin and Lewis thought the first movie was a better movie, and they couldn't understand why the studio wanted to make it with them, and they said, you're under contract, just make the bloody movie. Um, yeah, And they couldn't, they couldn't do it as good as Bob Hope. Yeah, even if mm. the dialogue was a um, bit... They had to divide these yeah. this funny slapsticks with for Jerry, but the the serious stuff but the for point Dean. Is that in even the though there's not Bob very much Hope serious one, stuff. Bob Hope was the leading actor, and he had a manservant. Um, can't remember his name at the moment. And Paulette Goddard played the leading lady, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, with the Martin Lewis one, had Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin working off each other, trying to cover the Bob Hope bit, mm-hmm. and less the valet. Because they brought some of the valet's goofiness into Jerry Lewis, mm. but it just didn't quite work. They were just, it just—it was all over the shop. It didn't work. They did not have the same feel. Yeah. And I do, and I do like Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin movies, and I liked Jerry Lewis movies, and I liked Dean Martin movies, and they, they you know, separately. Uh, yeah. But they couldn't remake the movie as good as Bob Hope did. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly. And why are we talking about it? Uh, um, uh, it's just um, um time, as uh, I said before, mm. timing is everything in movies yeah, yeah, or in, in yeah. And anything. If you, yeah, if you if you bring a movie out at the right time, uh, and it also depends what else is playing at the theatre. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you could make some good money out of them, but sometimes you go, oh, that went, that, that died, and it's bummed the old theatre. What happened yeah. there? As I and said, you find out yeah. another good movie's on. As yeah. I said before, yeah. if when our splits came out say, maybe in the 80s, like at the beginning of the 80s. And then and some of these guys may, would have been, you would have remembered it in, when you were a young 10-year-old or an 8-year-old, and then you watch the, find out that they're making a Banana Spitz movie, and you think, ooh, goody, a Banana Spitz movie, I'm going to watch kiddies. it with my kitties. No. And then you go there, and then you, you're in for the shock of your lives, and then you find out it's not what you expected. No. Then you'll be... Um, mortified or traumatized, or <laughs> or feeling a lot of hate, or, or and a lot of the and the and numbers. And kids would be so scared. Yeah, I can imagine <laughs> um, the amount of people, the audience members who may not attend watching it if it went to actual public screening. Could you imagine it, Mike? I think I can. Yeah. Oh, here it is. I was, I was looking for here. This film was rated R. Ah. By the Motion Pictures Association of America. That would be confusing. For horror, violence, and gore. That's not bad, guys. <laughs> uh, m- mm. Marking it as the first film adaption of a Hannah Barbera or Cinematic Crawford, Croft uh, property to receive this classification. What's our stand for again? Um, well, in uh, the um, film um, genre? R rated, restricted viewing. Like, again, uh, young people, uh, kiddies aren't allowed to say it. Oh, good. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I heard I mean, it could be violence, it could be nudity, yeah. it could be whatever. But yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. of classify M, and I heard of well, G. What's mature or G's, G's general the, exhibition? Yeah, general. Yeah, eighteen plus, that by eighteen and above. Uh, but this is R. It's restricted, so not recommended for people under a particular age group. Yeah. Hmm. 
Unless they're on, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you, you probably get around under adult supervision, but yeah. I'd recommend no. Yeah, yeah, I remember in the it's in a the, warning in the eighties yeah. they try to fight yeah. their their yeah. the censor guys, the ones who give them the rating stuff, mm. and they try to make sure the movie is given a um a low rate score. The, the point is, if so they ha- can still air it. Uh, yeah, the problem is if you have a really heavy rating on it, like an R or or yeah. It's a warning saying there's there's going to be violence, maybe. Mm-hmm. the blood and guts and gore, you know, un, you know, stuff which sensitive people, mm. kids shouldn't yeah. see. Yeah. yeah. And that's what the problem. It's a warning. It's. I don't think you're not. It's on. I don't think there's a case you're not allowed to go see it. But mm. be warned, it's R rated. Yeah, because yeah, as it. I said before, yeah. um, when George A. Romero and the other guys came out. They were experimenting on films and experimenting with audiences in, yeah. and seeing how far they can go to can shock push it. Um, yeah. film well, you audiences. Think, well, okay, go back to I was talking about uh, Universal Studios and Frankenstein and Dracula. Back in those days, they were horrific movies. Mm-hmm. By today's standard, they're pretty lame. Uh-huh. Because we've been desensitized so much over the decades, we want more and more and, and more, more and, and more. more. Yeah, Frankenstein and Dracula could be on a, a Sunday afternoon matinee and the kiddies can watch it almost. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, but back exactly. in those days, it was like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just that many years changes. later, they, ha- yeah. they had a... I imagine years later when this, when that came out, the this sort of thing came out, the, the rating board guys, they, they didn't know that they'll get more... Sent, descent, that audience would be desensitised by the um, no, violence. That's often. The more you give them... It's like war. If, if, if you're the war-torn country, like in Europe or yeah. Middle East or somewhere, yeah, or mm. Middle East more so in, in Europe, mm. uh, and if people grow up in a war-torn country and they're born into it, mm. they think it's normal. Mm-hmm. True. You see? So, and that's just say to their nth degree. You know? and so when you come in, if I go somewhere else in another country and there's no war on, they think it's strange. Yeah, true. So... So, yeah, it's just it's, yeah. it's what you get used to. Yeah, yeah anyway. as I said before, yeah. in the 80s and the 70s, um, whenever something as gory comes out, they're either dragged to court and... Um, no, and, they're and, not. Well, it, if you watched um, Evil Dead, they were dragged to court because of how gory it was. Yes, and and it was a little harder to, more than, for them. They tried to tone down the gore, but... Um, it still was gory to, according to some people in the census board, guys. Yeah, and they just trying to squash it. Yeah, yeah, but that's not quite the same as going to court and, mm. and just saying, hey, the pool didn't, hey, please we do this, blah, blah. They might they try to find them, maybe, get them to change the movie, do something, you know. Yeah, I but mean... But it was a movie they made. Yeah. Mm. And it doesn't change the fact that audiences probably enjoyed it, maybe, we and, we, we and take delight in this type of filmmaking. Human beings enjoy being scared. Yeah. Especially if they can't hurt us. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, if yeah. I can watch something scary on a movie, I know I can always yeah. turn it off. Yeah. The yeah. other day, yeah. me and my mm. sister were talking about the past and how she grew up with watching horror when we were, say, in when we were seven. or That was when I had a smaller collection. Yeah. <laughs> and at the time, my sister watched, I think it was the Frozen... Frozen Dead, Dead. I think, yeah. And uh, the Mad Magician with... Um, uh, Vincent Price in yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yeah. She, wa- they, she watched a lot of those types of movies. Yeah, and they were rather good. They're, uh, pretty, yeah, they're pretty tame by today's standards, but yeah. as a kid, she was only 12 years old or something at the time, and she yeah. was ooh, these are good. Yeah, I, when I was little, I was a little... Um, I didn't develop into that sort of thing until into my teenagerhood. I 
back yeah. then I was a little more um, a little bit more concerned about what to watch. I could tell you a story about that. Actually, my, my eldest daughter, uh, she, she, she doesn't do a podcast with us, but when she was a kid, she had a sleepover, and she asked her friend, did she want to watch a horror movie with her? Yeah, I guess what? Well, no, she said, and, and she, she used to be watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer and that sort of stuff, and, she, and, and my daughter thought, well, that's okay, she watches Buffy, so she showed her a real horror movie, and this little girl was crying because she was so scared. <laughs> yeah, I think it was The Blob. I don't know if it was a blob I or something. It was. It was something like something tame like the blob, but she was so scared because she had never seen anything like this before, and it scared her. She was only, she was only twelve years old, and, yeah. and and never been totally scared. No, never been shown a horror movie or a a violent movie or anything else. It's all been kiddie stuff. Yeah. And parents controlled what she watched on TV and movies or whatever. Yeah. And had this come along and say, what the hell is this? And it scared her. Yeah. That's good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, anyway so let's do a little thingy wingies now. These are available. Yes. This is a brand, well, almost a brand new, a couple of years old. Yeah. Uh, it is available through eBay. There are plenty for sale. Mm-hmm. Amazon, you can rent it. There are some for sale. Mm-hmm. And that being the case, this should be available for other sources as well. Now, I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Mm, I'm going to give I, it... Only because I think I got nothing to really compare it to. I thought I think it could have been a tad better mm. uh, with the storyline to make it a little bit more interesting. But it's still not a bad movie, but I think it could have... It, it was lacking a little bit for me. Yeah. But I don't know about you, but I'll give it an eight and a half. That's a, that's a fair rate this movie. It's pretty good, mm. but yeah. I wouldn't say it's a B movie, it's a, but it's not the top of the A pile either. You know, mm. yeah. Work on it. Well, no, it's 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 there's a few things lacking, and I, I can't actually put my finger on it. Yeah, maybe it's just a dialogue because yeah. you've got, when you've got kids in there, it's really hard to do sharp dialogue. Mm, true. It's so weird yeah, when yeah. when you look at a movie. I mean, you, uh, ten years. I mean, twenty years ago. Not well, not ten years or twenty years ago. Just. Ten years ago, um, I thought that movies were getting more sharper in storytelling, and um, I feel like sometimes we've lost something in that. We seem I, to have lost that part to to um, making a good story now, and making I, it stick. I think I've mentioned this a few times over the years, but what the problem is uh, with a lot of filmmakers nowadays? Let's say it's a slasher movie. Okay. They say, okay, we're going to have some people go to this haunted house or this old hospital or somewhere or other. They're going to be a band of four or five or six people, so many guys, too many girls, blah, blah, and blah, blah. And they get the formula happening, happening and say, and they know what's going to happen in there. They're going to have some demented person or a ghost or a demon or something in there killing people off. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And then they've got to work some dialogue around it. Mm-hmm. Where's the storyline? Good point. Is there a backstory on the people? Not necessarily. Uh, basic dialogue, and it's all jump scares and whatever. And that's, yeah. there's, there's no story. Now, having said that, there are movies now to, also going out there. They're called dramas. Okay. D-R-A-M-A-S. No one's running around with a machete or an axe. It's a drama. And dramas usually tell a story. But how many people want to watch a drama... In preference to a slasher movie. Good point. I would like to see a slasher movie. <laughs> mm. I'd like to see a slasher movie with a storyline. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Same here. Yeah, 
but sometimes they fit the storyline and they just go for the, the the thrill. The cheap kills. And, and that's the problem. That they, they've got they've got the mix pretty good, but they're lacking something, and that's usually the storyline. It's just a bit yeah. of the lame side. Yes, another group of kids, another psychopath, whatever. Here's Machete, right? Thank you. Check it in. Yeah. Yeah. Someone yeah. commented yeah. on I think it was a movie review said that this was like Charlie Chocolate Factory if the kids were being killed or yeah, yeah. being abducted or a thing like yeah, that. Yeah, if they changed. Actually, if they made Charlie in the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka or whatever movie, the version you're going to redo and made it... A horror movie. A horror movie. There's so much you could do with it. You could, oh, yeah. You, you could put the kids into the chocolate bars and stuff. And, yeah. That would be creepy. <laughs> I was just brainstorming something like that about that. And yeah. I think that would be a really good concept to you have. You put them through a mince of the chocolate. No one will ever know. And everyone's eating children instead yeah. of chocolate. Yeah. And you think that um, and Willy Wonka comes off as a nice goody guy, but actually he has He's a spent. dark side. Yes. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. That's a new flavor. What's it called? It's called. Uh, what, whatever, yeah. A Charlie, a Charlie Barnes. <laughs> He's Creep. in there. <laughs> yeah. A little, char- a little bit of ch- Charlie in every bar. Or every bite. <laughs> yeah. A couple of molecules here and a couple of molecules there. And, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be an interesting commercial yeah, to say? Yeah. Anyway, my rating now, um, I would say. Um, Nine and a half out of ten myself. Ooh, you like Because it. I think it was an awesome concept. It was something new, and which is I, I, as you may or may, may not know me really well, I'm into <clears throat> something, usually I'm into something very new. She's an independent filmmaker. She I like likes something yeah. that's stretching the imagination yeah, and the boundaries. Exactly. Yeah. Mike was also telling me the other day when we watched this movie, he was saying that would they ever make a sequel out of this movie because oh, the banana splits um, remains were taken away. Mm. They, I, I thought when they did that scene, I thought there was a chance that the police would take them away for evidence or something kind of thing. Well, yeah, it's, it is a comedy movie. I know, but, I know. But the point is, she is not a technician. She can't rebuild them. Yeah. <laughs> True. However, she could find somebody. ha. <laughs> And they can do it all over again somewhere else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, I've got no more, nothing else to say. Me so. neither, guys. So, oh yeah, uh, the other thing I like about this movie is I like the um, the comedy way of these deaths were taking place in this movie. Like, I liked it when how um, they used a, a lollipop and stabbed Stevie in the mouth. Yeah, straight down his throat, yeah, a prop lollipop, yeah, made yeah. out of probably wood or something, and they ran straight down his throat. His his throat looked like he looked like a frozen lizard by the time they finished with him. Um, yeah, he choked. Surprisingly, you never swallow your lollipop lollipops whole. Yeah. yeah, and one of the guys, I think it was the the head guy. He got um, uh, he got torn in his limbs. Got he torn wasn't off. on that wheel thing, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then they. they uh, stopped on thingy and they zip, zip, zip his arms and legs off and stuff. Yeah, and it was good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, soon enough he was like what you would describe Mike in Torso weird, Man. Yeah, like the character <laughs> um, from Weird Allen. Weird Al, Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. Albuquerque. It was hilarious, guys. Anyway, um, I guess that's about it for us tonight. So feel free to check it out on Amazon and other and 
and eBay if you can. Yeah, look, it's, it's and good. be you, sure you, to you can rent it. You can rent it. If yeah. they do have the TV show on DVD, um, be sure to keep the date in mind: 2019. 2019. Yeah, there you go. if you don't want to end up with the actual original cartoon it, and well, be bored. Well, this is the series. It's the movie. I know, it's I a know. Bit of a difference, it's a big yeah. difference. I don't know if they ever did do the TV series on DVD or I video. I don't know. I certainly hope not. No. Anyway, um, that's so. I hope you guys check it out and give us your thoughts on it's it. It's fun if you like a bit of grizzle. And and actually, I, the part the part I, the kill I liked the most is when the guy was cut in half and his guts fell out on the floor. Yeah, that was cool. great. I you never see that. You see a bit of blood. His guts just spilled out. Yeah. Intestines and stuff. It was oh, mm-hmm. did you like it? Yeah, no, well, I, I liked it. It was a change. It was different. I mean, most of the time it you didn't cover it up. No, no. Most of the time, <laughs> with some of these movies who do dabble with um, the cutting in the box trick, yeah. they will just um, someone will just come in and Lots save save the day, or, or you don't or see it happen, ha- or you just have a lot of blood. Yeah. They he took the box, he opened the side of the box, we split the box in half down the middle there, and all the guts fell out. <laughs> Yuck! Yeah, it was disgusting. It was very gross, but it was, it was really good fun. Yeah, it was great, great, yeah. great. That's the best part about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's about it for us tonight, guys. Feel free to check it out and give us your thoughts on it. And so this is our last episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. So this is Sarah Stevenson. Uh, uh, what's my name? Oh yeah, and Michael. And we'll see you guys for our next podcast, everyone. So t- see you around. Bye, guys. <laughs>